It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You buy McFarland Energy, the home oil and HVAC company that Greater Boston, the North Shore, and all of Cape Cod depend on. See McFarlandEnergy.com for more. Um, Rob Bradford also brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Bradfo. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? We're doing great. How are you? Oh, let me. I thought it was eight track Tuesday. I like what? What is going on with Toto? It's like, what's what's happening? Hey, yeah. Uh, are you older than me? No, come on, come on. You look. Is older. anyone older you look, than you, Greg? You, you look. You look older than me. You want to race? You, you could do. I was. <laughs> I was. You could fill in uh, on the next Ask a Boomer since you brought up the eight tracks. Um, I, I'm trying to find somebody else to do that because I'm not technically a boomer. Oh, I, I, I heard that was delicious. That conversation. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the whole the the whole thing about I think Courtney. Like, how do you? How do you? How would you electronically get one song from the yeah. other? And it know. was. It was it's, so awesome. It's so good. It's I still can't believe strange. it. it was, it was <laughs> That's by the way, that was our needle pointing. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, and also, like, I love that. Like, you calm down, Courtney, with needle point and wine, because yeah. I also calm down with beer and macrame. So there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, great interview yesterday, by the way, everybody uh, with, with Belichick. Yeah, yeah. He was in a great mood. I. Uh, it was uh, he was he was forthcoming on a lot. I think being there, uh, it makes it harder for him to to not answer. Is that is that is that what it is? Yeah, I think yeah, so. And, and I think also when when he came in, everyone yelled McFarlane after him. Which <laughs> yes, obviously, that was it. Yes, I I honestly I didn't think we'd get the Aaron Rodgers answer that we got. Um, and uh. The Tom Brady answer I thought was uh, very interesting. I think Tom Brady does deserve more than one night. It also seems like nobody down there knows exactly what the Tom Brady uh, event is going to be, right? (laughs) I think he knows. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so because he said, you know, I think the guy, I think the guy deserves more than one night. Like, does he think it's just? That? I think, I think that was setting it up for like, if you just get a wave uh, during the game, there's don't worry, coming. there's going to be more coming. Yeah. All right. Well, well, well as as I, I will say this about Brady, as people pointed out on on social media, when he said the thing about he deserves anything he wants. Well, yeah. okay, you know, about four years too late. <laughs> well, it doesn't. I mean, money doesn't count. That's not okay. it. that was not what he was talking we, about. We pay, we pay you in statues, yes. <laughs> uh, on to the Red Sox. Uh, you can uh, provide maybe some insight into something we discussed yesterday for a little bit, and that is the choice of post-game attire of Alex Cora. Um, <laughs> he's wearing wearing the underdog shirt. Yes. Um, does that mean that he has, uh, with open arms, accepted the uh that determination of what this team is that Heim Blue made or is that a 
uh, perhaps a an objection to that uh, to, to that designation by Heimblum. No, I think I think he took that Heimblum comment and and basically made a goof out of it. And, and it's like Rodney Harrison putting on his locker all these teams that picked picked one that the one team that picked against the mighty powerful Patriots. Yeah. That's all it takes. Sometimes all it takes is that one comment, that one guy saying, Hey, you know what? You're underdog. And I love the fact that he said that Veritech put the underdog thing in his lock shirt and his locker, and he yeah. just happened to wear it. Well, at least he comes back in New York and he has the full on cartoon character underdog, I mean, it's it's a goof. It's a goof, but I love it. You know, I I I hated that comment by Heim. I hated. I told Heim that guy said this is the reason why I thought it was so misguided. And I think there was a lot of people, probably Alex Core included, said, "Hey, you know what? We aren't underdogs. We were underdogs, but we aren't, weren't underdogs at the trade deadline when you said that." Yeah. Well, and Razor said yesterday, guys don't like being called underdogs. No. Uh, like uh, when it comes to those who are playing on the, the team that's being called it. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, it, it, this is – and Razor knows this. I think that every every team and most players look at the most optimistic view of themselves. So we can see – we can say, hey, you know, you don't have a chance or or you aren't as good as these other teams. But when that trade deadline happened, everybody in there – and I know that Chris Curtis would walk in and tell you the same thing. Everybody <laughs> in there – would say, hey, we are only two games out. We're good against good teams. The American League was wide open. We are playing really well. We have a chance. Let's go out and do something at the trade deadline. And the last thing we want to hear is we're underdogs, and this is the reason why we didn't go out. And I'm not saying that that's definitively what what Bloom said, but that's how they took it. And so, yeah, I mean, I think the players absolutely – They'll, first of all, they'll take any motivation they can, and second of all, they they're gonna believe in themselves long, be long beyond where we're gonna believe in them. Well, Bradford, they've continued to get people to buy in since that trade deadline. You look at what happened in New York, then you've got people saying, "Well, there's still a chance. There's still a chance." And then a tough loss last night. Is it do or die in Houston right now? Have we reached the point of the season where they need to be winning these series to make sure that they do have a realistic chance? Yeah, like I, I wrote today, this feels like this team is like the the kid in the, doing the donuts in the parking lot for the entire season. You're just spinning and spinning and spinning with smoke coming up in the air, and you're watching like what's going on. And finally, I think we're at the point where we can say, all right, now we know what has to happen here because you have this Houston team. You're playing for the next three games. You come home, you play the Dodgers, and you play Houston again. And you think you're chasing the Mariners, but you're not chasing the Mariners. The Mariners have that spot, and they are playing teams the next four series that are a combined 137 games under 500. The Mariners are making the playoffs. The Houston Astros are sitting there right in front of you. Either you beat them and you're in contention, or you let them bury you. But, Courtney, to your point... Absolutely. Of all the series that we've talked about all years long, this series and the series back at Fenway, the biggest ones. Uh, and are you is is it okay if you split it? I mean, yeah, you know, or do you do you feel like they have to win this series? I well, the problem is you're still behind them. 
So you have the chance to make hay. You have the chance to catch up, and especially when you have a team in between you where that makes it even more difficult. So, yeah, I mean, you can, I guess, you can sort of tread, keep treading water a little bit, but you're sitting here four games out. You lose, maybe you're five games out. This is their lot in life. So this is the opportunity that you have. Much like with Toronto, you have that opportunity, and you you just, you you whatever away you 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 push it away and because you could have been a game up instead you were five games back now you have that opportunity again with the Astros and I I do I just think that this is it man like this is this is your big chance if you're the Red Sox okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Not only does Razor have a clear issue with topographers who uh, (laughs) design maps, but this morning had an issue with Devers last night. Well, no, I'm just curious, like, you watch last night listening on the radio and and he, he's part of the two big plays early in the game last night and i i just had visions of being around the red Sox in 2000 and 2001 and and the 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 criticism that red Sox, the best red Sox players got and I don't sense that. It's like we're still happy that Dever signed here, and that's just an odd Boston. <laughs> it's like he gets sports a pass thing because he because signed he here because he, he wanted to be a Red Sox. It's yeah. odd, Bradfoe. And I'm I'm curious if you get a sense of that, and and how much better does he have to play in these big games? Well, he has to play better defensively. I mean, it's, it's, you're right. This is if if you are going to be. Here's the difference is that you have this guy who was making these mistakes but hitting the crap out of the ball all over the place while you had all these other stars around him. So you're like, okay, this is, this is a really good player, and we have these other really good players. This is, the, this is the foundation. This guy is the marquee guy. So he has to do everything well. And in terms of the criticism of why people uh, – the perception of are people getting on him enough – I don't know. I mean, I know this. I know this. He has to absolutely be better. This is one of the reasons they they are where they are in the standings right now. Because of his defense, because of their defense. Overall, they're a bad defensive team. Last night with another microcosm of this. So if Rafael Devers wants to be considered amongst the top 10 players in the game, yes, he can hit home runs all the live long day. He can have a high OPS, all of it. But they, he has to be part of the solution. He has to be part better defensively because they are a bad team defensively, and the only way they're going to get better is by that guy who isn't going anywhere getting better at third base. Uh, Bradfoe, the bullpen was absolutely dominant throughout the month of July, and since the start of August, they have completely fallen apart. Uh, they are statistically uh, at the, the bottom of the league in almost every category when it comes to, to the pitching right now. Is this just water finding its level, or are they just gassed? No, I, I think that it's, it's a case-by-case basis. So Kenley and Chris Martin, they've been really good. But the minute I think it was in Washington, Alex Cora said, this is the best regular season bullpen I've ever had. That night, Garrett Whitlock blew up. The next day, Josh Winkowski blew up. So I, I think that it's just 
With Whitlock, I think it's, it's we put cart before the horse too much. He has to ease back. We still don't know where he's going to land in terms of is he going to be a dominant guy or not. Winskowski has pitched a ton, a ton, and for the most part, he's been good. But I think that when you look at ERA, it's those outings where you give up five runs at a whack, five runs here, five runs there. So I, I, I'm not that concerned over the bullpen. I know this is that you better start having some starters go more than four and two-thirds innings in order to protect that bullpen. Because if you don't, that bullpen ERA is going to keep going up. So it's kind of like buying a used car with 150,000 miles on it and then be surprised that it breaks down? Yeah, then driving it to California. (laughs) (laughs) When you look at Tanner Houck and his, his return, what can we expect out of him to help this team? I think it's you know it's the same old thing. I just said you know you have to go past forward two thirds, but I don't think you're going to do that with Tanner Houck right now. Maybe you will, but I would be really really surprised. And and that's the problem is that we thought it's a, it's the problem across the board, right? We we say you have all these guys coming back. You have Trevor Story and Chris Sale and Garrett Whitlock and Tanner Houck and and all these guys coming back. Well, what we've what we've have to come to the reality is is that they have to be eased back. This You're being dropped back in the middle of the do-or-die situation, and Trevor Story is not doing well offensively. You know, we you have Garrett Whitlock ha- isn't the dominant guy that everyone wants him to be out of the gate. And so with Tanner Houck, you know, you hope that he's good, but he's he hasn't pitched in forever since having a line drive come back at his face. So it, this is this is their lot in life, but still, like I to ask what you can expect of them. I mean, they better hope for the good because, as I said before, they they need to win these games this week. All right, Brad Foe, always a pleasure. Oh, and, and listen, there was a baseballs and boring T-shirt lying around there Saturday, so I, I figured out. I thought that I would say, who are the Greg Hill show would ever leave one of these gifts I gave them yeah. lying around? Yeah. And I, 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 me and Culpa, I would you guys did not do it because it was the triple XL. Andy Gresh for a second straight time left his T-shirt just lying around. So Jackson, you're the big winner. Go get it. Wow. Yeah. The disrespect, so you, really. You offered a gift, mm. and he didn't care enough about it to take no, it home. He, he said he was very, he's very thankful, but not thankful enough to actually keep it. I don't know if Gresh. <laughs> I don't know if he would look. Was it the orange one? No, no. It was a. It was a nice red one. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, have you have you been able to walk the streets with that orange one? Oh yeah, I wear, wear it. I wear oh, it all goodness. the time. Your triceps have never looked better. I, yeah, Greg. I know. I wear it when I'm walking and uh, during my intense workouts all the time. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. All right, Bradfell. All right. See you Thank later. You. On the Subaru of New England text line, I'll read it uh, exactly as it's written. Cartographer. Greg, your GED is showing. I don't have, I don't even have a GED. I, I so. I-